This Halloween, forget about the ghosts and the ghouls and the skeletons. They're not real. And forget about the real horrors, too, like taxes and overly ambitious floor salesmen. No, it's time to put aside those paltry fears and focus on the real enemy, tarantula hawks. You may not have known they existed, but now that you do, how are you going to sleep without knowing more about the animal with the scariest name in the animal kingdom? Keep listening to have your fears reinforced here in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal info. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about a creepy crawly with a nasty sting that might be living in your backyard. It's, it's, this is the worst, I have to say. Just in times for spookums season. Yeah, I think when this comes out, we will be two days from Halloween. Uh-huh. I think it's on, th- it's on Thursday. Yes, so um, happy future Halloween, everyone. And here's something to keep you awake at night forever, probably. That's not good for you. <laughs> no, you need to sleep. So you're gonna have you're gonna have to conquer this this demon here. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about the tarantula hawk. It's not a tarantula, and it's not a hawk. So, <laughs> oh come on! We, I was I wanted to I wanted to see what kind of painted picture we could we could conjure of a tarantula hawk well just like allowing allowing the the listener to just their nightmares to become actualized um and to to piece together something worse than we could ever describe if i knew if i didn't know what this thing was i would assume it was a a bird that ate tarantulas yeah if um if i was like a chicken hawk a chicken hawk is not a chicken or a hawk that's like a chicken. It's a, it's a hawk that eats chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it also sounds like an avatar animal that... Which is why I'm a, a hot dog man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... The, I don't know why I chose hot dog. I'm not even the biggest fan of hot dogs. <laughs> it's your mammal man. Uh, that's true. I do eat mammals. But if it's if there's Sometimes. if there's anything that goes bump in the night, it's definitely the tarantula hawk. The idea of a flying predatory tarantula the size of a hawk is literally everyone's worst nightmare, even Mike Rowe, and he's the manliest man of all. It oh it is? Specifically his a nightmare of his? No, it's just if you're a Or you just assume because he, he's a regular human being. Yeah, because he's a living human being. With, uh, who who feels fear. Okay, so that's an unsan- unsubstantiated claim. He might be completely fine with tarantula hawks they might be something that he is not afraid no, if, of. if you're capable of feeling fear then you would be afraid of tarantula hawks it's just a it's a scientific fact i'll tell you who definitely is afraid of them um coyote peterson oh is he because he has a video getting stung by one yeah i've seen just some sad videos about this thing anyway we might as well talk about what it is a tarantula hawk is a good enough name, and there's really, uh, I don't want to give it extra nicknames, but I will because we're on this show and we need nicknames. So let's call it the uh, king of creepy chimeras, even though it's not really a chimera at all, but the one in my head is. Um, it's a parasitic fly wizard. Um, it's gross Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> 
because this genus is spe- and species is a uh, Pepsi's Grossa. <laughs> this is gross Pepsi. Um, and the last one is it's a xenomorph uh-huh. because it's the perfect organism. I think I'm quoting John Hurt there from Alien. Okay. Oh no no no! I'm quoting uh, Ian Ian Holm from Alien. That's right. You're quoting Bilbo. Yeah, Bilbo. Um, are you ready to hear what science calls it? Sure thingy. Well, it's in the kingdom you know, live, love, and are in. Uh, you might not want to be in the same anything as this once you learn about it, but you're <laughs> in the same same kingdom, Animalia. Uh, you're also not in the same phylum. So good luck to you on that. Uh, it's in the phylum Arthropoda. The class is Insecta. Um, and the order is Hymenoptera. Yeah, I think, yeah. Hy- Hymenoptera? That's wasps, bees, yellow jackets, and hornets. I think we've done this before. Have we done this before? I think so. Is it bees? Yeah, we did bees. Yeah, because we did, we did the, ja- did the Japanese honeybee, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the family is Pompliidae. Pompilidae? Those are specifically parasitic wasps. Okay. Parasitic. Okay. The subfamily is Pepsinae. <laughs> <laughs> or Pepsinae. And the genus is Pepsis. <laughs> or Pepsis. And as you said, the species binomial name is Pepsis Grossa. Pepsis Grossa. Gross Pepsi. We're going to Pepsi Cola. So taxonomized in 1798. That's a that's a good that's a good rich history of uh, taxonomy. But since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for critter groups. Sorry, I had it. My battery's almost dead. Um. And during this most beloved of segments, I, Carlos, pose to you, Joe, a question. The question is the same every time, and that is, what is the name of the collective noun for this animal? Since we're talking about a wasp, even though it's called the tarantula hawk, it is just a wasp, but the worst wasp, but still a wasp. Um, what would you call a group of wasps? Would you call it a nest of wasps, A, B, a hive of wasps? C, a cloud of wasps, or D, a helm of wasps? I'm going to go with, uh, I, I just don't want to imagine a world where wasps come in clouds. So <laughs> it's either a helm or a nest. My instincts are to go with nest, but my like my heart wants to go with nests. But my brain is telling me to go with helm. I'm going to go with nest, though. Final answer. Your heart was correct. Okay. Nest. It's the most boring one, so I had to come up with some interesting ones. I thought, like, like if it was helm, the other ones would have all made sense. Like, the other one would be like, okay, things like in this, uh, in this genre of animal come in either nests or in hives so those are going to be two of them and then the other one is going to be cloud because that seems frightening and you know it a swarm kind of looks like a cloud that would have made that's why my brain that's my brain's thought process and why i was think considering helm but then i was just like no wasp nest you know i'm glad it threw you off i 
looked at a poster on my wall of Aragorn and I was like, Helm's Deep. And so I put Helm there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like there's no rhyme or reason to these things. So it could be something like that. I love it. But yeah. It's so fun. All right. Would you like to be described what this animal looks like? Yeah. Describe to us the tarantula hawk, please. Okay. The tarantula hawk is a large wasp with a black exoskeleton and orange wings for Halloween. Black and orange. Nice. I didn't even plan this. Um, uh, but some come in all black. Uh, they have long, slender bodies with wings that go down the lengths of their backs. If you're having trouble telling a tarantula hawk or a tarantula, yeah, a tarantula hawk apart from its cousins, it's only it's the only member of the genus with twelve antennal segments. The other ones have thirteen, obviously. So if you're not sure, just sit down, count them all out and scream in pain because you touched a wasp. <laughs> uh, they they live in um, the American Southwest and in Central and South America, especially in arid desert regions. Finally, they are crepuscular and enjoy dawn and dusk. That's what that means. Uh, they avoid the heat of noon. Um, me, me too. Yeah. I guess I'm kind of crepuscular. Probably probably most Arizonans and New Mexicans and Coloradoans avoid noon. Yeah, especially over there. Uh but that's that's kind of where you're going to find them in the in the US in in the in in the four point states. But and probably Texas. But are you ready for uh what may soon be determined to be the listener's favorite part of the show for another year? I was literally never born ready for this. <laughs> you were only born once. Never once. <laughs> I was never once born ready for this. Out of all the times. There's only, you only had one shot. Out of all the times. And this time I was reincarnated into <laughs> an animal podcaster and I'm still not ready for this. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, here it is anyway. Uh, welcome to Measure Up, uh, leading candidate for the best part of the show. A title to be officially determined by you, the listener, on December 3rd on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we're going to relate this animal size and dimensions in relatable terms. Well, i got to change that copy uh, through a quiz. Uh, we're going to do a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also a part of the show that's introduced by you. And when you send an anim- uh, audio... Uh, of yourself saying, singing, or chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We'll put it uh, at the beginning of the segment. Um, we have no new intros this week, so that means no. I get to play an animal sound, and Carlos will guess what it is. We have a real fun one this, this oh, week. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this. Uh, without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what is that? Oh, that was that I'll tell you what that that was bad. Okay. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad for you. It was it was bad for me. It was bad for everyone who heard it. I had a great time actually. That 
that I have to say, um, my best guess is that that sounds like me and everyone else in the theater during the last Jedi. Um, just upset. <laughs> just, ah! <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is it goats? I'm going to say it's goats. Is It's not goats. All right. That's both. That was my, that was my answer. Would you like a second? I don't know what else it could be. Okay. It was two bobcats facing off. Oh, I knew it must have been some sort of cat. I should have known that. Cats make the weirdest sounds. Yeah. Cats make weird sounds. Cats and goats make sounds you wouldn't expect. Uh, yeah, pretty much every animal that you've put on this show in place of a measure up has been a sound that I did not expect. That's that's the nature of the beast. Literally. Uh, <laughs> um uh are you ready for the length of a male wasp? Uh they are 24 to 40 millimeters. Okay. Well, let's call that 40 mil. Let's just call let's go for the uh, the highest estimation at 40 millimeters or 1.5 inches. How many tarantula hawks go into the tallest sandstone butte in Monument Valley in the Colorado Plateau? Good, good. Topography. Love it. Um Colorado's got some tall things. They're known for tall things. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, uh, see, I, I always want to guess 2,000 feet, and I'm always wrong. So this is a butte. This isn't a mountain. I know, but I, even like the... Uh, is this, this is above is this above sea level? Uh, no, it's from the, the, the valley floor. Oh. Um, here's a hint. It lies near the Four Points region within the territory of the Navajo Nation res- Reservation. The area is a popular shooting location for Western films. Nice, nice. I'm going to say 5,000 feet. That sounds good. And you said 1.5 inches, so let's do this. Feel free to use Google. Really? I could sure. just... Sure, I mean, I, your math is not the question here. The question is, can you estimate? Oh, I was like, I could, just know Google, I could just Google your the, geography. the height of this thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't Google the, the, that. I'm saying use Google to divide. Or I could just use the calculator that's the uh, handy-dandy calculator on my phone. That too. Um. Okay. So eight, eight of these dudes, eight, eight of these tarantula wasps go into a foot. And there are... Oh, I, I've never memorized the exact number, but I'm going to say f- uh, 5,100 feet in a mile uh-huh. times 8 is 40,800. So that's... Why did I do mile? I said 5,000... Yeah, no, I said about 5,000 feet. I don't know why I did a mile, but it's pretty close. So I'm just going to go with 40,000. 40, Final answer. Wasps? Yeah, 40,000 wasps. Okay. That's not terrible. Thank you. The correct answer is 7,620 wasps. 7,000? Yeah. Oh. It's a it's a thousand foot plateau. Oh, that was a very bad guess. Or 300, and, 300 meters. Uh, I, I guess five times greater than the actual answer. <laughs> uh, let's talk about female length. They're slightly larger. Um, between 30 and 51 millimeters. 
Let's go with 51 millimeters or two inches. How many females go into the max depth of the Grand Canyon? You know I had to go there. Did you? Two topographical questions? Yes, I did. Here's a, You know who else had to go there? Uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, Gar- no, Garcia Lopez de Carnetas of Spain, or probably like Cardenas. Uh, he was the first European to record seeing it, but the Pueblo people had been there first, uh, and they considered it a holy site and make pilgrimages to it. I'm going to say it's 1,500 feet. That seems like a lot. Okay. Um, based on... <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, We're talking max depth here. Max depth. See, I'm only, I've never been there, so I'm only thinking of the pictures that everybody takes at the exact same spot. I'm, it, it probably gets pretty deep at some points. Uh, let's, uh, nope, 1,500. We're doing it. Um, and there's two inches, which means six of them go into a foot times 5,000-ish. Or no, so, times, sorry, 1,500. Um, would be 9,000. 9,000 female uh, tarantula wasps. Uh, okie doke. The correct answer is 36,000. Oh, goodness gracious. If I had just gone with... I was tempted to go with 5,000 again. Just go right back to my previous guess on the last question, and I would have been so close. Wait, what? 5,000 for what? I said 36,000. No, I was tempted to go back to um, to guessing... Because remember, I guessed 5,000. Oh, 6,000 for, of- for the depth of the Grand Canyon? I was, or 5,000, Yeah, yeah, I was going to guess that again. Oh, yeah, the correct the correct answer for that was 6,093 feet is the depth of the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I would have been pretty close. But alas, it was not meant to be because I'm getting worse at this. <laughs> uh... That's all I got for Measure Up. Let's talk about some fast facts before we get into the major fact. Uh, Only females hunt. So they're the only ones that are capable of stinging you. Um, They're difficult to discern from uh, similar species, but they move with strange erratic motions, and they give off a telltale odor, apparently. I don't know what that smells like. It can't be good. Um, (laughs) No, it it probably smells like cupcakes. Ba- freshly baked cupcakes. It's intentionally stanky because these are signs that are opossumatic, which means they are meant to warn potential attackers, kind of like the bright colors of a poison dart frog. Hmm. Uh, because of this, these wasps are rarely preyed upon uh, f- uh, from other animals, but when they are, they're eaten by roadrunners, kingbirds, and bullfrogs. I think bullfrogs just don't have an intellect strong enough to tell the difference between something dangerous and something tasty or something that's both like this. Cause we talked about how, like how a predator, uh, like prey behavior, something that looks like prey is irresistible. Automatically in, uh, you know? triggers their hit this with my tongue instinct. Right. But since the reputation of the tarantula hawk precedes it other animals like the robber fly mimic the wasp with a similar body shape and color 
They use this convenient form to avoid run-ins with predators that don't want to get stung. And if I was like, that could be a tasty little robber fly, but it could be a very, 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 very powerful ouchy sting. Or, uh, so I'm going to not eat that, no matter what. Yeah, err on the side of caution. Those are some smart animals. Yeah, unless you're a bullfrog, in which case you're like, I'm hungry, that looks like a bug. Um, <laughs> what is my tongue and, doing? Oh, and now it's in my mouth. Oh, in which no. I would that say, no, Mr. Bullfrog, it's not a bug. It's an insect. Bugs are a specific type of beetle. <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog, but then he got stung by this thing, and now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good friend of mine. He's dead now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they uh, are Also, they are the New Mexico state insect. I didn't know that states had state oh, really? insects, but they do. What's I what, Florida's state I don't insect? Know. I would guess the well, love bug. We're looking this up now. A mantis. Really? I've never seen a mantis in Florida. That is... I haven't either. Alabama's got the monarch butterfly. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. If somebody's got the mosquito, goodness gracious, that would be crazy. I, I Isn't Coconut Creek the butterfly capital of the world? I feel like it should be butterflies. Or butterfly capital of the United States, rather. Well, several states have different kinds of butterflies. And actually, both Idaho and Alabama have monarch butterflies. So I, I guess... It's, I guess this is totally arbitrary and everything is up for grabs. Well, same thing with Illinois, also monarch butterfly. Lots of lots have the honeybee. Someone should I claim the viceroy butterfly. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to be to unique. Be a hipster. <laughs> lots of ladybugs, lots of honeybees. I think this um either nobody cares about the state bugs or this website is um, bogus. I'm glad then we that we went with a mantis. Then we're we're unique. Florida is nothing if not unique. <laughs> well, speaking of unique, do you want to talk about this horrible, horrible, horrible uh, animal? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the tarantula hawk, because for some reason I like to pick the most horrifying um, insects imaginable. Please reference our apomus beetle episode um so while an adult uh gross pepsi is nectivorous it only eats nectar uh the same cannot be said of its larva stage so here is where things get interesting when a female tarantula hawk has mated she'll start looking for a place to lay its egg its single egg so it only has one so it's got to put it somewhere safe most animals like to lay their eggs in places uh, that are both safe and have an abundant source of food. And uh, Quentin Tarantula Hawk is no different. <laughs> so she'll find a nice, quiet uh, tarantula to settle down on. You know, something out in the country. She'll sting it with what is likely the worst insect sting imaginable. We've hinted at it a couple times. But seriously, this is bad. For humans, it's been called one of the most painful stings on the planet. One researcher said that the uh, the sting is, quote, immediate, excruciating, unrelenting pain that simply shuts down one's ability to do anything except scream. Mental discipline simply does not work in these situations. So Batman would, would, would lose it. <laughs> I don't care how disciplined he is. He gets stung by one of these bad boys. He's going to scream. Oh, man, I really want that to happen. <laughs> I want Batman to cry. <laughs> In I front of Superman. I can't imagine 
how painful this is. Like something that hit, like this stings you on the hand or something. It must it must be like removing a finger kind of pain. Yeah. It, the the guy the guy who invented the sting pain index, Justin Schmidt, he called it blinding, fierce, and shockingly electric. Like like he just like he wrote an ad for it. <laughs> shockingly electric. I have heard it compared to a taser. That's bad. It's second on the pain index, the sting pain index, to the bullet ant. So I, I don't even want to think about what the bullet ant f- feels like. And I imagine that the bullet ant is rarely alone, so that's got to be even worse. Oh my gosh. Um, the st- but the bullet ant doesn't live in the United States. No, no, no. Um, so you that's, that's some other culture's problem, not ours. Uh, this the culture that lives with a bullet ant. One of them, like the native cultures, uh, makes bullet ant gloves, and as a rite of passage, uh, young men stick their hands in it. Wait, is that um, like Bolivia? I don't know, because there was a there. Just a quick side thing. There's a movie called The Jungle with uh, the guy who plays Harry Potter, and it's a true story about a guy who got lost in the Bolivian jungle for like three weeks and as he's becoming completely delirious from hunger and thirst and all of the things that have gone wrong with him um, he needs to get to the river but he can't move his legs so he grabs a tree covered in ants which I guess they're bullet ants just so they'll bite him so he's he he's like it keeps his nerves awake enough to 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 move and it's just the it's just the cringiest scene yike um so yeah don't don't watch the movie if you have a, a weak constitution like me. Um, fortunately, the tarantula hawk sting is not fatal to anyone who does not have an allergy to it, and the pain lasts for only five minutes. Um, but that sounds like four minutes and 59 seconds and 99 milliseconds um, longer than I would like to experience this sting. You would be fine with it for like a single millisecond? Yeah, I wouldn't even, like, it wouldn't even register. I'd just be like, what, what was that? I think it would be like, ah! oh, okay. <laughs> That's a, le- <laughs> <laughs> by, by the, by the time my brain is even registered that anything has happened, it's already over and done with. It's not. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So the, we're, we're back to this thing squaring off with a, with a tarantula and you can watch a couple videos of this. The tarantula is usually a lot bigger than this wasp. So it, it, it's you, when you look at it and they're squaring off and circling around each other you're like this this poor tiny fly thing is so toast but what will happen is um the the wasp will just kind of just barrel into the spider and sting it with just reckless abandon um and they'll do a little tussle and then the spider will stand there and It'll it'll start to slow down. Um, it'll be pretty much crippled at this point, but still mobile. So it'll be still able to move around and fight fight off more stings. Um, but it's you can tell that it's it's not well. It'll uh, sometimes flip over, or uh, its legs will move sporadically. So then the 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 wasp will continue circling around, pacing back and forth like a super villain. And um, we'll sting it a few more times. I actually saw one of the videos. The wasp 
flipped itself onto its back and crawled under the tarantula like it was a mechanic inspecting the tarantula's chassis. Like it, it, like it was changing its oil. Oh my gosh! Uh, and it, it did that a couple of times, and then it would it would like rear up and, and sting the tarantula again. Um, so eventually, the spider is completely paralyzed, not dead, but paralyzed, and probably in the most excruciating agony um, a small animal can feel. I don't know how their nervous system works. Mean insect nervous systems usually aren't like ours, but I know that Sheila really felt that 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 uh sword to the eyeball um <laughs> so i have to assume that they feel pain um so then once the once the spider is completely paralyzed the wasp will drag the spider's limp hairy body to the spider's own lair seal the entrance to the lair well actually first it will attach the one egg that the uh the wasp has to the spider's abdomen and then leave and seal the entrance to the lair. Then, after a little while, the larva hatches and starts eating the paralyzed spider from the inside out, being being very careful wow. to avoid vital organs so the spider stays alive for as long as possible. Yuckers! Why? Just to preserve it? Yeah. Give it to its little kid? What I, What I couldn't figure out was does the spider ever recover from its paralysis or does it stay paralyzed the whole time and it seems like it stays paralyzed for the whole time and but like then why why steal the entrance maybe so that nobody else gets in there probably um but yeah it seems like just the about the worst possible fate next to the frog that eats one of the pomus beetle larva um and then there, there was another video, an uh, Animal Planet video that I saw, and it, it showed the spider's empty, hairy husk with a larva crawling around just beneath the its exoskeleton. And then the larva leaves and crawls out through the, whatever opening it can and pupates, matures, and the cycle starts all over again. Fun. That's the worst. An arachnid bassinet. Ugh. But that's crazy. And a little bit cool, but also just... There's no mercy. There's, the insect world is metal. A creepy crib. <laughs> that's all I got. You got anything else? A nasty nursery. A na- <laughs> you should have done the, the <laughs> nicknames. Well, that would be if I was describing the the tarantula. Oh, the oh yeah, or the den. It's just it's just so like like mob boss to take it to its own lair. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is gonna be your forever tomb. Yuckers, yikers! It's actually nicer to its victims than the xenomorph. That's true. You get the the chest burster comes out and then you're done. Your 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 part in the story is over. You mean the xenomorph is nicer? Yeah, that's what is that's it? what I meant to say. The xenomorph is nicer to its victims than the than the tarantula hawk. Yeah. Why hawk? Why is it called a hawk? Why isn't it called a tarantula wasp? Because <laughs> it flies. It flies and it's predatory. Like I think there's there's bird uh like bird hunting tarantulas or something like that. That makes sense. But like tarantula hawk. Anyway. You got anything else about this guy? 
I sure don't. So, for you out there in Podcastia, dress up in your holiday best, have a safe Halloween, and make sure nothing lays eggs on you like the tarantula hawk does here in life, death, and taxonomy. Have a happy Halloween, everyone, and enjoy your brand new bug-infested nightmares on the house. If you're as shook as we are, feel free to talk to us about your feelings by tweeting at us, messaging us on Facebook, or emailing us. We are LD Taxonomy everywhere. Also, don't forget to vote for your favorite LDT segment on December 3rd. As always, thanks for listening, and see you next week. My favorite in the world podcast. <laughs>